Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah. Thank you, Avi Gargir. Lilu Nishmas, Imi Moirosi, Rus Pas Mordechai. I have some very, very big announcements to make. We are planning a massive Siyum on Seder Moed. Since we're skipping, or we skipped already one Siyum and we're skipping this one, Moed Katan, we're making a massive one. We have the hall already, Elmerd. Em- Emerald, Emerald Hall by the Mishtara. You probably have never been there. It's the nicest hall in Beit Shemesh. We have the best band, great, great food, smorgasbord, sushi, the works, meat, gewaltige stuff, good hechsher. So save the date. It's Motzi Shabbos, March 12th. Parsha Zohar, Motzi Shabbos, March 12th. We are encouraging people to fly in from America. I know at least six or seven people that told me just yesterday that they'll fly in for this. From the UK, London, since I haven't been there, so maybe you can come in. It's gonna be a wild party, so save the date. Um, wives also, for women, yes. We're, we're expecting four or 500 people. Bezer Hashem, it's gonna be a beautiful, beautiful simcha. And we had a great idea. This comes from Yisrael Goldstein, that perhaps we have to work on it, Maybe we will finish the entire Seder Mayat from Brachas all the way to Yivamas in one day. If everybody from the Shir takes one daf, we can finish it on Shabbos. We can make a matzah out of it. So things to think about if you have any good ideas. There'll be giveaways. There'll be, it's it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful event. Whoever didn't hear the date, you look back on the video. Um, another big, 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 uh, I, want to, I want to surprise my very two good friends. Um, Yossi Klein and the Sanal Gans, they both, they started this whole Gemara initiative. I promise I haven't spoken to them about this or to anyone. As a matter of fact, I haven't mentioned this. I had an idea last night and I said, I'll do something for them. And the Sanal Gans lost his grandmother this week and he's very, very close to her, especially since his father was Nifter a few years ago from pancreatic cancer and he took care of her. He's very, very close. He's a little bit of a majber. He's probably not going to watch this year right now. And uh, we know that Yossi Klein's best friend, Yidi Leibowitz, was Nifter last week. So I figured, I have a tremendous Akar Satayv to them. They pushed the Shir, and I think there are many, many people in the Shir that have a Akar Satayv to them. They came to the Shir because of the Gemara Initiative. Thousands, thousands came because of them. And we're pumping now. We have to think about Mesef Tzivamas. And like we did for Mesef Chagigo, we have 300 donors. And if your name is not in there, it will be Bezer Shem and Yivamas. But over 300 people are mentioned in the Gemara. People who donated from $18 to $25,000, all in there. So we want to make a big pump and a push for Yuvamis. And Yuvamis, we're hiring a graphic artist, a tremendous artist. It's going to be something out of this way. I think it's going to change Yuvamis forever. It's going to be more fun than Chagiga and Megillah Tainas put together. I think, I hope. So, huh? Not hard? Wow, especially from you, coming from you. The big buck, you know. So... This is my uh, little thing for Nisanal and Yossi. So, L'Chaira, I am matching any top three donors for Yavamas up to $100,000. And I want people to take me up on it. If three people give $33,000 each, I will match that for Masechus Yavamas for Push the Gemara. Le'ilu Nishmas, Nisanal's grandmother, Le'ilu Nishmas, 
Yidi Leibowitz. So join me, whether it's $5, $100, join me and pump this, sponsormdy.com. Now, talking about this, we're talking about Chagiga now. Chagiga starting next week. Rabbi Yisai, bring your friends. Do the bulk Gemaras. It was very much liach last Masechta. People took a box of Gemaras to their work, to the Simcha, to the this, that. So take the bulk. We save a little bit of money. We don't have to schlep around and, and, and do all the postage and all that. And uh, there's a, it's a way to get a bunch of people in one shot. So get your friends. What is it? Joinmdy.com. What? Joinafyoimi.com. And grow the shear.com if you're part of the shear. Okay, here, let's do a couple of emails here real quickly. What? Front page of the website. Eight minute doc. Whatever the website is. Dear Belly, it was funny seeing all of these yidin together in the same place. I felt like wishing everybody good mayid. Then I realized they're learning the daf. Maybe it's appropriate to say good mayid. Uh, something like that. It certainly wasn't an opportune time for me to catch up on the daf. Alex Gilden. There he is with his son. Good morning, Rebelli. The Yeshiva screen initiative is awesome. However, can I suggest a kindergarten high school screen system? Here, a picture from Megillah is my nephew, AB13, Mati, three months, enjoying the world's best daf. P.S. AB is still going strong with my cotton and recruiting his classmates. Shimmy. What a schmack picture. Wow. By my uncle Bernstein. I'm a mammoth skiing with the family for Yeshiva break. By the way, Whoever sends in ski pictures, you should know you're being over Isidaraisa of Loig Larosh. I don't know if it's Isidaraisa, but I'm making it Isidaraisa. I haven't been skiing in three years, and it's not nice. But I love it. Had to take you with me, of course. Quick shout out to Yitzhi Buzzcats from... Shkoyach. Okay, we'll put this away. We'll show the picture tomorrow. But not only has the best smelling breath, but he has turned like me... Onto your shear, and I'm hooked. Wishing you, oh, did we? I think I remember this breath thing, so maybe I did show this already once before. Okay, another one. I found this guy learning with you. With such a kiddush Hashem, and Mamish inspired me. In addition, my brother Mayor Mandel just started learning the daffy the program. Thank you for all you do. The Klai Yisrael, Ben Sien, Mandel. Here's a guy I just found on the plane holding a tiny, tiny newborn learning the daff. Um, this we're not going to read. Real quickly, this is from Rev Weissman from Lakewood. Big Talmud Chacham. We're learning in Yoni Avelos, Leilenu. I would like to share a beautiful insight from Yishiber Soloveitchik. Just like there's a different Madrigus in Avelos, as he spoke out today, Mesiv Mutalafanov, then Les Chomer Shiva, Les Chomer Shloishim, Les Chomer Shana. So too, in the opposite, we have for the morning of the Beis Hamikdash, the whole year, Shana, we mourn slightly. We do different zeicher for this, zeicher for that. We break a glass, etc. Then we get closer to Tishabov from Shavas Batamas, That's like the Shloishim. Then the week of Tishabov, that's like Shiva, and then Tishabov itself is like Mesoi Munach Lefanov. That's Rabbi Shabbat Okay, today Rabbi Yisai is Daf Chofalif. Oh, sponsors! If I can find them here, here we go. The Koyal sponsors, Mr. Anonymous, Lady Nishmas, Chaya Bas Yosef. The Koyal breakfast today. Please wash and make a zimun. L'chavad Lemdi Torah. They made a siyum on Masech the Shabbos yesterday. I have a video. I have to send it to the sponsor. And they said that should be a schus for a certain person. Masech the Shmoyed Katan is dedicated by the Kessel and Davis families and for Shlem for Miriam Esther Bas Devari Bekarev. Michael and Jamie Bimela, it's a whole month they're sponsoring. In memory of Devari Fegabash Shmuel and Menachem Mendel Ben Achanan. 
And the Shomas have an Aliyah Mashiach Shkam Suk. And by the MDY family, Lazech and Ishmael, Rabbi Shalom Baruch Yuda, Zechon Levrach Ben Rav Yosef Yechiel Michal Shlita, Rabbi Yudelubovitz, join me, sponsor Mesechus Yivamas. Turning of the daf, not today. Now, there is one more, Ben Yaman and Sar Miriam Bodenheim. Any relation? In memory of Jacob Grossman, Mordechai Herschel ben Aaron Virachel, his short life taught us so much. May the Shama have an Aliyah. Okay, Rabbi Isai, we are holding the Chafal from Beis. Libby, where are we holding? I'm sorry, Chafal and Beis. Correct. Let me turn the page. It happened to me once in Chicago. In the eight years that I gave a daf there, I prepared the wrong daf. Wow, it's Gavaldic. Then I really used my trick. First of all, any, I used to use this line. Don't let get pshat. Don't let pshat get in the way of the daf. That was my, anytime I had a good kasha, I didn't know the answer. Don't let pshat get in the way of the daf. I haven't used that line, I don't know, in years. Baruch Hashem, you guys are not as good as the guys in Chicago and have good kashas. <laughs> don't let pshat get in the way of the daf. That day I had to use it a lot. And I also skipped a lot of lines when they weren't looking. I just... <laughs> By the way, yesterday as we were finishing, and uh, Jonathan Stefanski reminded me this uh, a very important halacha from the Ramah. The Ramah says, we're finishing off the sugya, we're going to discuss it for a moment here, is that if one of your kravim, one of your relatives who is puzzle ta'edis, because you're related to him, has an avelis himself, so let's say a person's father is an avelis over his brother, whatever it is, then you should be noyeg some sort of avelos yourself. The son should be noyeg avelos. I don't know if people are aware of this halacha. Should be noyeg avelos until Shabbos. So you don't take a shower, you don't change your clothes, you don't go to chasana, you don't go to bris. Until Shabbos. No, it says until Shabbos in the remote. I'm just saying over the remote, maybe. So you know you a little bit of avelos. Fine. Are we holding my tani namihachi? Libby in middle Amemar. Okay, good. Better. Amemar Shochavle Barbere. Amemar's grandchild, Loyalena, was Nifter. Kara Ilave. So if you count with me, you'll see there are three Kriyas going on over here. Kara Ilave is one. Three lines from the bottom of Chof Amud Beis. Amemar tore Kriya on his grandchild. All of a sudden, Amemar son, the father of the Nifter, shows up. He realized, Oy vey, we just passed in yesterday in the Gemara that Avelos, we passed in Lekula, like Chachamim, that it, you should do the Avelos in front of the person. Not like your Bekiva that says, you know, you got Avelos on a, on a secondary Karib, even not in front of them. Only in front of them. Oh, so my Chiv is when the sun shows up. So now, so he tore again. Number two. This was the second time that he tore. Itkar of Kara. All of a sudden, oh, vey, what did I just do? I did Kriya, I teared Kriya, rice Kriya. When I was Beyeshiva, I was sitting down. No good. Come, Kara So for a third time, he gets up and tears again. So three times here. How do we know this concept? I mean, we see it all the time by Leviya. You see Kriya all the time. Do we realize that it's a Chiyov? It's, it's learned from a Pasuk that you must stand? Maybe not. Maybe it happens to be 
the Avelim walk over to the Chavar Kedish and they do Kriya. It has to be B'me'umad. It has to be standing. Who wrote Eoiv? Stop you. All the Gdayla Adar. Who wrote Eoiv? Moshe Rabbeinu. Who is Eoiv? Was he a Jew? Was he not a Jew? Huh? It's, I think for the most part he wasn't Jewish. No. Yeah, he, but he, he acted in a proper way and we learned a lot of things from him. He heard from amongst all the terrible things that happened to him and losing all his fortune and that. His sons died. Vayakam, he got up, Vayikras Mi'iloi, and he tore his coat. So you see the concept of getting up. Again, a teaser from a sechtes, Yivames. The Yavam, somebody's brother dies without children, so the brother who's alive has to marry his sister-in-law. Usually you're not allowed to marry his sister-in-law. Here's a chiyuv because his brother didn't have any children. But he doesn't want to. He doesn't get along with her. I don't feel like it. So what does he do? He has to do, perform chalitza. She removes his shoe. So, But it says, Does it have to be standing? It says, Maybe he'll say, okay, yeah, the Pasuk says he's standing. It has to be done, performed when he's standing. It doesn't matter if they're taking him on out on a stretcher. He's muta, he's lying down. You could perform chalitza. He could be sitting down. If we're going to compare the Lashonis over here, it says, he, st- he was sitting and he stood up. Meaning he had to stand up. Over there, it says, talking about a story. Stan, we're telling you, Maisa, that he's standing. If, if you wanted to tell me that it's a chiyuv, you would have used the Lashon, and he shall st- stand. It's more direct. Again, how do we know? Iyav stood. I have a question for the Oilam, a riddle. How is it possible? You learn the second Smakis, you might know this. How is it possible for a person to perform one Avera, one Maisa, and get six million lashes, sets of lashes? Hmm? Anybody? Smakis, like this. The answer is if a person scratches himself, bizarre, on the six million Yidin that, were, that died in the Shoah. For every person that you have tsar on and you scratch your body, you, you, you take out your hair, then you're over one malchus. And if you have a mind for two people, you chive twice. If you have a mind for six million, you chive six million. A guy is going to be sitting there getting malchus his entire life because he's about to die. The doctor will come in, stop, don't do it anymore. And then he comes back tomorrow, they continue. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it's one shot. I don't know how it works. But anyways, he could be chive. Says the Gemara, How do we know that Eoiv, did this as a chiyuv? Maybe he did it as a little bonus, as an extra for his avelos. What? This is also part of the chiyuv 
to rip out your hair? We know that ripping out a hair is Isidai Raisa. Why did he do it? Well, first of all, it could be he was before Matan Torah. He wasn't even Jewish. But we're learning proper behavior from Eoiv. And if Eoiv ripped out his hair, so maybe we're Chayiv Elamai, he did it as an extra. So maybe the Kriya was also extra, not a Chiyov. So how are we learning they have to stand up during Kriya? So I learned it from someone else. The story where Avshalom wanted to kill Amnon, so he invited all of David Amelech's children, and he, he made a signal, poof, they killed Amnon. Somebody was there, and he realized what's happening, he ran away, he ran to tell David, and in, in the commotion, he thought that Avshalom was about to kill all the children, even though he only killed Amnon. So he goes and he tells David, they're killing all your children. So David Amelech, you know, you can imagine, all his children are dying. Obviously, he had Tsar that one of his children, but he thought all of them. Then later on, he found that it wasn't true. But he stood up. Just like the same exact lotion by Eoi. Maybe again, how do you know that's a chiyuv? Maybe he, he was so bizarre, all his children died, so he, he ripped his clothing. And I'll prove it to you. What? It says that he laid on the ground. What he laid on the ground, but Tanya, Yoshua Gabimito. Do we have here? Okay, hmm. I thought I had it somewhere. Okay, Yoshua Gabimito. Excuse me. Yoshua Gabimito. Yoshua Gabimito. Agabikisei. He was on a bed. Says Rashi, without any blankets, pillows, anything. No, 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 no mattress. Agabi kisei, or he's on a chair. Agabi udyone. Udyone, different pshatim, the Rashi over here in Xaviat says, it's basically the same thing. This is a cover to a well. That's what Rashi says in Xaviat. Another, the Rashi says, it's part of the mortar. The kids, there's a stone. Some sort of uncomfortable material, put it that way. Or the the is here, Gdoilamakulan and the worst of them all, Agabi Karka, can't be any worse than sleeping on the ground. What's the Khiv? Raboy said, what's the Khiv? Anybody remember what's the Khiv? Flip over the bed. Kvisamito. So you trying to be an extra tzaddik and doing extra tsar and laying down on the ground, you're not accomplishing anything. Your khiv is to flip the bed. If you didn't flip your bed, you're not you're not yaitzi if you do, you flip the bed and you want to do some extra and lay on the ground, great. You see that David Amelech did stuff that was extra. Extra to the point that you're not even yoitz if you do it just by that, by itself. It says, he laid on the ground. Is that extra? His chiyuv is to do, to, to do kvisamita. Just laying on the ground, you're not yoitz. I have a great riot from David. He didn't lay on the ground. When it says that he laid on the ground, it means he laid on the bed. It was flipped over very close to the ground. So that's what he did. You see that he stood up. It says, You're asking me that he did extra. He didn't do any extras. He did exactly what Allah requires him. And he stood. So we have a great riot that you have to stand. 
So you're asking me, how do you know? Bottom line, how do you know you have to stand during Kriya? From Dabra Melech. Now, by the way, Meikr Hadin, I wasn't aware of this, Bar Hashem. Meikr Hadin, one should sleep on the floor, Bavelos. But the, the, the minig is to be Meikl. Okay. But I'm sure there's uh, people, I know people that sleep on the ground on, on, on Tisha B'Av. There are people like that. I mean, you think that they're crazy, but that's Meikr Hadin. Not, not like big, big tzaddik, big chasa kind of thing. Meikr Hadin, sleep on the floor. Okay, Zog the Gemara, Tanarabara. Elu Dvarim Shavala Sabem. These are the things that are Avel is also. We went through a lot of them, right? Or all of them. Asabim Lacha, Uberechitza. He can't do work, he can't bathe, Ubesicha, an annoying thing with Hashem Shamito, Benidas Hasandal. Vaasur Likris Batayro Benavim Vaksuvim. Why can't he learn Torah, Boysa? Anybody remember? I remember, no, I was uh, puzzled by this. But from this passage, the first words, quiet. Not just quiet to the friends, but quiet in Torah. No Torah. The, the problem with, the problem, the, the big thing about Torah is that it brings a lot of joy. And you can't be besimcha. You can learn but if a lot of people need him, they require him, then he can go. They need him. There's a Givaldika Maiser Boisai. I read it myself, and there's a great book. I don't know if you saw this book, Tab on the Shoulder. It's about Ramey Shuster. It's about a, a person who naturally was very shy. Very shy. The whole book discusses how shy he was. We grew up a little awkward shyness. Yet he made it his life's mission to walk over to people he never met in his life, tap them on the shoulder and say, hey, do you need a place to stay? This, he was very, very big into being care of people by the Kaisal. That was his life. And he had an Avelos. Somebody died, I don't remember who. His? His daughter was Nifter. Listen to this, it's crazy mice. His daughter was Nifter. And he's, he's about to sit Shiva and he sent a message to Rebbe and he said, they need me. Could I go to the Kaisal? Rabbi Yashif said, yes, but don't do it. Nobody's going to understand it. Allah is, you could. He, he said to Rabbi Yashif, it's Bikuach Nefesh Mamish. This guy right here, it's a great picture. It's actually better. I saw the real picture. Who? This Yehuda Grieman? The guy that comes to Shir? He sits right, you're lying. He's, he's, in, he's in Texas. Where is he now? Texas. He just left. <laughs> he sits, he sits all, this is you with agreement? Doesn't look like him at all. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know, I wish he was here. He's here every single day, just today is the first day. Unbelievable, what a coincidence. Okay, what? His son's here for shots, we'll ask him. Yeah, it can't be him unless uh, unless he's standing on something. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't look like him. It doesn't. And Reb Shuster was very fine. We'll talk about it later. Here's the story, Reb side. Here's the story. He sent to Reb Yashiv. I'm sitting shiv on a daughter. I, the kaisel needs me. Pikuach nefesh. Imagine you, the Greenman, maybe wouldn't be here if this you, the Greenman, wouldn't be here if you didn't meet him at the kaisel. Pikuach nefesh. So. He lives in your building. He, in your, is it him or not? 
You don't know your own neighbor's story? Fine. So, <laughs> he was the. Doesn't look like you. Fine. Okay. Really, Paskin, you're right. You're right. You should go to the Kaisal, but don't do it. But here's the punchline of the story. The boy said, This I thought was amazing. Rabbi Yashav said, Who is this guy that asked me the question? I need to meet him. And he went to be Menachem Oval, Rabbi Shuster. Rabbi Yashav, the closest Gemara for one minute during the day, was unheard of. The closest Gemara said, I want to see this tzaddik who says he wants to get up from the shiv of his daughter to go be, to, to save people in Klai Yisrael. Says the Gemara. Son died. Very similar story. He thought maybe not to go out to the yeshiva. Everybody needs you. Don't, don't prevent it. So he thought he should put the speaker, like the speaker system. They had a guy standing right next to him. He used to whisper. And he would let it out aloud. You have to make a hacker. You have to do it differently. You don't put him a turgaman here. But certainly you yourself shouldn't do it. So what's the, how are you going to do a hacker? Who's Rabbi Huda Bari Loi? Rabbi Huda Vol Shas. The classic Rabbi Huda is Rabbi Huda Bari Loi. Rabbi Huda, who was sitting Shiva on his son, went to the Mesa Medrash and he whispered into Hanani Ben Akavi's ear, broken telephone. Not broken, hopefully, whole telephone. So it was one off. It wasn't the Tana, the great Tana Rabbi Huda, into the Maturgaman's ear. It was into an ear that that person was targeting to the other person. It was one over, three people away. So you make a big hacker. The first three days of Avelos, you're not allowed to put on tefillin. We don't pass it like that, right? From the third day on. In other words, one, some Rishonim, this is how we're going to learn. A little bit of the third day. A little bit, one minute in the third day. From the third day on. Like I was saying yesterday, that Chasana and Avelos, have a lot of similarities. Here, Panam Chadashis by Avelus. In Bo Panam Chadashis, Enoi Choyletz. Here's the, a little bit of a chart. Rebbe Shita is that you're allowed to put on tefillin on the third day. And if somebody shows up, somebody you haven't seen, a new, a new Menachem, you don't take off the tefillin. You're wearing tefillin, you leave them on. The next sheet is Rebbe Yeshua. That you put on tefillin on the second day. He's Magdim one day. But when it comes to taking off tefillin, he's machmer. He says, if a new person shows up, take off tefillin. Anytime a new guy comes, take them off. The guy leaves, put them back on. So he says it's two days, not three days. But over here he also argues. If a new guy comes in, you take off the tefillin. What's the pshat of Two. We're talking about three. We have to understand a little bit. Two plus a little bit. Okay. Omar, Raveno, my time there Why does he say to the second day? One day, one day, 
and a little bit equals two. Two days and a little bit equals three. It says plural. That's by Moshe Rabbeinu. Klai Yisrael is very, very sad. They lost the greatest Jew that ever lived. Fine. It seems from the Pasuk it's only one day plus a little bit like him too. The main, the, 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 the biggest bitterness is the first day. Says Ula, pay attention over here. We're going to go like Rebbe Lezer in the blue. Loi chaylets. Right over here. Loi chaylets. That what? You don't have to remove tefillin when new people show up. And we're going to go like this, like Rebbe Shua, in the black. You're allowed to put on tefillin right in the second day. So we have a combination of things. We have, you don't have to take them off. And you have, you can put on tefillin on the second day. Ask the Gemara, this is the question. Let's take the two things together. Yoim Beis, but what about taking off the tefillin on Yoim Beis? We only know, Rebbe Yezir Zalach, that you don't take off tefillin if a new guy shows up on the third day. What if a new guy shows up on the second day? Because we just passed him that you can put on tefillin on the second day. Can we combine these two halachas together? Can we take a little bit from here and a little bit from here and put them together in one box? Say on the second day, because that's how we pass him, that you can put on tefillin on the second day of Avelos. And a new guy shows up to be Menachem Avel. Do you take off your tefillin or not? We pass, you don't have to take off tefillin, but that's only on the third day. Could we move Rebbe Lezah's halacha to Rebbe Yeshua's halacha? Make a combination. It's amazing. It's Ula himself says it. Who has the question? Ula is the one that paskins. And Ula is the one that says, Wait a minute. It says, take off the tefillin and put them on every time a new guy comes in, a hundred times. The guy is sitting shiva, nine o'clock, a new guy shows up, oof, he takes off his tefillin. Nine o'clock, he leaves, he puts his tefillin back on. Nine ten, a new guy comes in, takes off his tefillin. A hundred times, the entire day. When did that happen? When did that happen, Rabbi Yisai? What day of Avelos? If it's the third day of Avelos, we pass in loy choylets. You don't have to take it off b'chal. It must be that it's talking about the second day. On the second day, Ula himself says, you have to take it off. You're asking me a question. On the second day, do you have to take off till when a new guy comes in? Ula says, even a hundred times. That's your answer. Even a hundred times. On the second day, he argues that if you put on tefillin, you don't have to take them off, even if new people show up. In our Mishnah, you need three days before Yantiv. Right? The three days we, we, Rashi brings. We said that the Ikra Avelos is three days. Like you were saying, three days. So if it's three days, if Avelos is three days, and that's how he paskins, so in our case, by Tfilin, one should not wear tefillin for three days. That's the Ikra Avelos. Turning to Chaval of Bay, sponsored by Moshe Horn and Woody Wyman, as a schos for Morty Moskowitz. Ah, the chesed people do for their friends. Sponsored on a rebelli, also chesed. Wishing him atzloch in all his endeavors, both in Gashmis and Ruchus. Thank you. Says Gemara Mitzvah Shani. Yes, Rabbi Paskins, that Avelos is three days, and, and the Ikra Avelos, but I want to perform a mitzvah. I want to put on my tefillin. 
So I'm going to be mekel, I'm going to allow you to put on tefillin, even though it's within three days of the Misa. First three days, like we said, powerful days. He shouldn't work at all. Listen to this. A very poor person who literally eats from tzedakah, all his food comes from tzedakah, he can't work at all. Let tzedakah give him money. From three days on, he, he works privately in his house, nobody hears about it, nobody knows about it, and he does melacha. Check out this Yerushalmi over here on the side in Rabbeinu Hananel. He brings down Yerushalmi. You have it? I don't know, like eight to ten lines down in the Rabbeinu Hananel. Very small letters. See, if you can't read it, that means you're 50 years old. Not you. I wasn't talking to you directly, but thank you very much. Yerushalmi, Tove Me'erol, Ishchenov, Shizuchu, everybody. You see it? I'm talking to you. No, I'm just kidding. Listen to this. Tove Me'erol, Klola. Are you 50 years old yet? Does he have a thing? No? Can't see it. Okay. Listen to this. <laughs> they can't hear, they can't see. Listen to this. It's a curse for if Ani has to go ahead and work. That means that his neighbors didn't do what they were supposed to do. The neighbors should, should, should feed him. Why are the neighbors not feeding him? Curse. And when I read it, I was thinking about MDY. The chesed that goes on here. There's a guy in this room right now, obviously I'm not going to mention the name, he's big on him, who went to Yidi Leibovitz's house in Yerushalayim, he lives here in Betchamps, six times. Six times! How many times did we go? Zero. He went six times. To give him food, to give him gifts, to give him this, to make sure everything is okay. Six times. There was a, a guy came over to me in Kyle yesterday, Shlomo Rappaport, and he tells me, I want to tell you something very interesting. And I thought it's, it's amazing, it fits right in there. He was at his, at his niece's chasana, at the family table. So he asked his dad, he says, I, I know all my mishpach, I know my cousins, my uncles, but who's that guy over there? His father says, what do you mean? That guy is from MDY. He's mishpacha. There's MDY mishpacha. There's Mr. Rappaport. You see him on Zoom every day. He invited his granddaughter's chassi. He invited a mishpacha. And he put him on the mishpacha table. It's mishpacha. MDY is mishpacha. I'm not, I'm not making this up. You could ask him on Zoom. Maybe Gary, you find him on Zoom. Put him on the screen. He's usually with his wife. In Telstone. Tanarabana. Uh, no, Pelach is that spindle. We had this lotion over there. She could use, she could, if she's very poor, she's permitted to work with her spindle and produce whatever she produces to make a little panasa. This brought back memories. I don't know the exact story because I read it. I don't remember exactly. I just remember by the Miron tragedy, they wheeled the guy in a wheelchair. And I think he might have lost his son, or maybe he didn't. And then I started thinking maybe he didn't. But they wheeled him during Shiva to be Menachem Aval, like the guy's son that was with him, something like a friend. Remember that story? This is a famous thing. It came out, yeah? So who is he, Menachem Aval? But he was Ba'avelos, no? He was Ba'avelos. So here's that locha. I mean, like, when does that happen? Here. Unfortunately, it happened by Miron. 
there was a, again, there was a guy in, that lost his son in Miron, who went to be Menachem Avol, somebody else that lost his son in Miron. When? I don't know when that happened. I'm assuming they know the halacha here. You don't go. You don't go to the Beis Avol. But you can wheel the guy in the wheelchair. He was also injured. He was there in Miron. He was injured. He was in a wheelchair. So it says there another halacha. He doesn't, they don't wheel him in with the wheelchair and he sits with everybody being Menachem. They flip him around next to the people that are sitting on the floor so that other people could also be Menachem him because he's also Bavelos. So I made a little chart here just to, to show you the, the Maskonasa Subya. Let's we can do this real quick. It goes like this. The Avel, he's not allowed to say, How are you doing? And if somebody asks him, How are you doing? He doesn't answer. It's very uncomfortable. Sometimes you have, you know, people don't know the Allah, they come in, no, how are you doing? So what you could say is, Rakmoidia. You could say, oh, by the way, I mean, if it's in the oval house, it's obvious, but sometimes the guy goes outside, someone comes, hey, what's going on? By the way, the person says about himself, I had a tragedy. He doesn't say, oh, I'm doing great on this. He explains to him the situation. I'm Bavelos, and a person's Bavelos can't, can't answer. Sorry, can't answer. Well, it happened to me a bunch of times. People come over at a shiva house. Hey, Steph, what's up? I'm sorry, I'm you know, in the Shiva house. I can't, you can't, I can't give you shalom now. Oh, fine. It's, it's, it's uncomfortable. Like uh, my sister, she went to interview for AT&T. She ended up working there for many years. So she comes to the front of the, the building. This guy comes, the guard comes. Oh, yeah, hi, Mrs. Uh, Catch. She says, uh, I'm sorry, I don't shake. Oh, okay, yeah, fine. Puts her in the elevator, sends her up to the 30th floor. She gets out of the elevator and there's a woman there waiting to greet her. So my sister goes, she goes, no, no, I heard already. You don't shake. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so again, oh, I was in the middle of this thing. Sorry. Got, got. <laughs> the first three days, you're not allowed to even answer. Somebody says this, uncomfortable. I don't shake. I don't this. Whatever you say. Animation. From three days to seven to the end of Shiva, you don't say, how you doing? But if somebody says, how you doing to you? From those final four days, you let it answer nicely. After Shiva, from Shiva to Shloishim. So you, only you, only the Avil, you, Chasram, only the Avil is permitted to ask somebody else, how you doing? Because they are not Ba'avelos. So it's not a big deal. But nobody could ask the Avil in Shloishim, Nobody go over to Jonathan now and say, how are you doing? He's Bavelos. You don't ask him that. He has 30 days. Now, not only that. His mother was Nifter. Mother is the next halacha. Till 12 months, nobody could ask him how he's doing. No one could ask for 12 months. So for a regular relative, it's the 30 days. But for parents, it's 12 months. You don't ask him, but he could ask you. So this gets very tricky. If he comes over to you and says, how are you doing? You don't say, and how are you doing? So you don't ask. What? Because people don't... <laughs> For real? You really told you that? Jonathan's rough. Okay, we're not going to say, suck him here. Go ask your local rabbi. He says, people don't care. They just say, how are you doing? They really don't care. They couldn't care less. How are you doing? Yeah, my mother died of this and that. Oh, really? Yeah, very nice. Ah. What did you say? Your mother? Oh, 
or after 12 months, oh, somebody's Bavelis for 12 months, so you don't mention to him afterwards, oh, I'm so sorry about the loss of your mother. It's not appropriate. Now you're, now you're just invoking pain that he doesn't need. He already had the 12 months. So you're not menachem as somebody after a year. Another chiddush. You're not menachem after a year. Elo menatzad, you could say, hamokim menachem eschem. But you don't ask about the mother. You don't mention a thing. So this is Shailah Hayyigaris here. Did one son die? Two sons die? Two sons of Rebbe Kiva died. All the way in the beginning of Shiva, the whole world, yeah, 24,000 Talmudim. Can you imagine how many people came there to be masked? When they were about to leave, he stood up on top of a bench and he made an announcement. Listen. Even if my two sons that died, so over here you see from here that, that only one son died. Because you're saying even a bigger chiddush. Even if I had two losses and they were married, which is a greater loss than an unmarried son, who, I had a nechama because look how many people showed up here. I have a nechama, thank you. And if he came for the person Akiva, there's so many of Akivas. So what's the difference between me and everybody else? It must be the Torah. You came for the Torah. It's a beautiful thing that you came and you were Menachem my Torah. And that gives me an Acham and he came. And basically he told them, So you see from here that he allowed to say to somebody, have a great day. But he's, he's Bavelos, he's in the first three days. That's the Gemara's question. Just want to point out real quickly that there was a, a guy on the Israeli, uh, he was a Israeli bro- broadcaster who said that he thought it was interesting. He was not religious and he said that he noticed that by Rebbe Leib Shtemans Levaya, there was uh, hundreds of thousands of people in the whole Kfish Geya. I went to Levaya, I couldn't get there. Like everything was jam-packed for miles back. I he turned around and went home. And by uh, the Prime Minister, Ariel Sharon, who died a few days apart, he said there was only 200 people. I don't know how many people were there. But he said, here's a guy that's 100 years old, and there's hundreds of thousands. Look at the cover they're giving him, and look at, he was comparing, a non-religious person. This is the covet, covet at Torah. They come for the covet at Torah, not for the covet of the person. And that, Rabbi Kiva took Nechama from. Rabin, the reason why he got up on the bench, and he wished them well, is because they were a huge audience. From three days until seven, he could answer how he's doing, but he can't ask them. If you bump into a friend who's an oval in 30 days, you could give him nechama. That you cannot ask him how he's doing. It says by us that after Shiva, you could. After Shiva, you let us do whatever you want. Over it says you can. After 30 days, the 
You just ask how he's doing, but you don't talk about Tanchumim. We're going to see. If his wife died and he married another woman, Tysus explains how did he marry another woman within Shloishim? Because he didn't have children, or he had very young children, so there's conditions how he can marry another woman. You don't go. He has another wife. It's not. It's not covered for the wife that he has now, the new wife. You're going to start saying, oh, your old wife was such a, a great person and this and that. And it's, it's going to insult the new one. Mitzoy Bashok, I got to tell you this real quickly. Just a thought. I could be completely wrong. You'll tell me afterwards. Why is it we see sometimes that a person's wife dies, he's tremendous tsar. When he's together with his wife, maybe he's not, it's not the best relationship. A lot of times you find that a person gets divorced from his wife, and then later on he remarries her. And then later on he divorces her again. What happened? It's very possible very, that everybody, everybody has the pros and the cons. Most people are 80% good. This 20% of people, 20% of that person that annoys you. Everybody gets annoyed by their spouse a little bit, 20%. So if you focus on that 20%, you want to get divorced. So you get divorced on that because of the 20%. Then later on you think, wait a minute. I missed that 80%. 80% is great. So you bring her back. And then you have, no, the 20%. But it's, it, it's the, the problem is that you're focusing, you're focusing on the wrong thing because everybody has 20% wrong with them. Everybody. So if you focus on that, that is the issue. Fine. So if you find, bump into somebody in the middle, oh my gosh, no one is here already. That's terrible. Okay, we got, let's just finish a line or two. But sorry about Shuk. You bump into somebody in the shok, in the marketplace, you tell him about his wife in a nice way. Fine, we'll stop right over here in the middle of the sugya. Have a wonderful day.